0: Imagine waking up really late for work. You slept through your alarm and you woke up over two hours late for work. I mean, you jump out of your bed, you take a quick one minute or less than one minute quick shower and putting up makeup today is not an option. So as you prepare at least a mug of coffee before leaving the house, you accidentally dropped it on your white t-shirt. I mean, immediately a sense of anger rises up and you feel frustrated and now you're even more late to work. Now, imagine as you are driving to work while you're getting off the highway, someone cuts you off you slam on your brakes, you scream whatever comes out at that moment and again that feeling of anger rises up. This is already enough to make you feel horrible for the rest of the day. Perhaps you're now more distracted during meetings and less productive for the rest of the day. So, Why does this one minor thing, like dropping coffee on your white shirt or someone cutting you off in traffic, have such a powerful effect on us? Why does one negative experience ruin an otherwise great day? Well, my friend, this is called the negativity bias. And research has shown that our brains evolved to react much more strongly to negative experiences rather than positive ones. Because in the early ages, it kept us safe from danger. But right now, in modern days, where physical danger is minimal, it often gets in the way. So today... I wanted to share with you something that I have learned in the past week, and I might get a little bit vulnerable with you today. So, if you wanna, if you wanna know how to uh, get in control of that negativity bias and how to get out of a funk, well, my friend, stay tuned because this episode is for you. Hey, my name is Steven Decuba and I am a photographer, an entrepreneur, and your podcast host. This podcast is for ambitious entrepreneurs in the making who would like to turn their hobby into a business. In these episodes, I will share behind the scenes about my journey. I will also interview industry experts and share tips on how you can achieve your biggest goal. I hope this show entertains you, but most importantly, inspire you to follow your wildest dreams this is a steven the podcast Hey, my friend, how are you? Steven Cuba here. I'm so excited to be back on my podcast. It's been a while. It's been a couple of weeks that I haven't posted any episode, and that is because I was on holiday in Aruba. But I'm back, I have amazing, amazing episodes coming your way, and I cannot wait to learn to get to know you better and also search, um, share my knowledge with you because this is what this podcast is all about. So, last week I came back I came back to the Netherlands and something really weird happened to me. I later understood that this was the winter dip, but this time it hit a bit harder than usual. So, if you don't know, if you're not following me on the gram, by the way, you should go to Steven de Kuba on Instagram and you will find me because there is where I share a lot of the behind the scenes of my business, of my life. And I share some tips on my stories as well so we can connect with each other. So that is Steven DeCuba on um, Instagram. But last week I came back from a six week holiday from Aruba. Aruba was amazing. I had the opportunity to be present at my sister's wedding, my dad's birthday and my older sis. Um, my other sister's birthday as well. So I spent a lot of time with my little niece and nephew and everything in Aruba was comfortable. Dare I say it, too comfortable. So... I was supposed to fly back to the Netherlands in December. I I flew to Aruba the first week of December and I only wanted to stay there for two weeks. Then I wanted to come back and take care of work. However, when they announced the lockdown in the Netherlands, I decided to extend my ticket. So in that moment, that was a great idea, but I later realized that being too comfortable is... It can be a little bit dangerous after all. So I told myself that I will take care. Um, I will take some time to work on my business while being in Aruba and Really quickly, a lot of opportunities landed my way, which I'm really grateful for, of course. So, I got an interview by my friend Brian Derks during his radio show at Cool FM. Um, he, uh, I, I went live on my Instagram as well, so you can see the behind the scenes. But here we talk about my journey how I started in Aruba as a photographer, uh, which studies I did, and then when I moved to the Netherlands, my whole experience by building a brand online market my services online and now i help other people do the same thing now the next the the week after that interview the three ladies from career iq aruba also invited me for not one but two interviews d- during their morning radio show which of course i went live on my instagram and instagram as well so if you go to my IGTV, you will find the video there And one of the biggest banks in Aruba, Sien Bay, reached out because they wanted to make a video of my story. They wanted to use my story as an inspiration for the community. I mean, I was in complete awe in that moment. I was... I was really I am still really grateful for all those opportunities and in January I also hosted a personal branding mini session in Aruba so what I did is that I rented a villa in Malmok and I invited 10 different entrepreneurs that wanted to level up the way they show up online to take their branding photos this was a complete success I was sold out and I am so grateful for the opportunity to meet with so many like-minded people on the island so that was my trip in Aruba in in two minutes I believe but when I came back to the Netherlands when I when it was that time to come back here I honestly 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 it felt really really hard and harder than I talked to get back in my rhythm. So, with all that is happening in the world, it felt like the same feeling that I got last year in March 2020 when I lost everything and I didn't know what to do. And somehow, this week, or at least last week, when I came back to the Netherlands, I felt the same way. My attention was more on the unforeseen future and afraid of what might happen. So, as I was working on my plan for 2021, I had to take a big, big step back and answer the question, Steven, why are you doing this in the first place? What is the goal behind everything that you're doing right now? So I was reading this amazing book, Traction, that was recommended by my business mentor. And this book talks about the entrepreneurial Um, operating system these are the six key components of every organization so this book helped me work help uh, yeah it it was a resource that i used to work on my plan for 2020 the book is amazing i highly recommend it so it's traction by um, gino wickman so you definitely should Check that one out. And the book is amazing because it's the type of of book that you need your laptop or or at least a notebook right next to you so you can take notes and answer some questions that they gave you. And one of the questions that I had to answer was What is your 10 year goal? My 10 year goal? I was like I don't even know what I want I'm going to do in 2021. I don't even want I don't even know what I'm going to do in 2022. How do you expect to for me to know what is my 10 year goal? And before I share my 10 year goal with me because of course I figured it out, I wanted to share with you why this is so important to have. Why is it so important to have a vision of where you are going? So one common thread that unites successful people and successful companies is that all of them have a habit of setting and achieving goals. Because how do you know if you're heading in the right direction if you don't know which direction you're meant to be going? It's like you're going to the airport, you're going to bl- buy an airplane ticket, and You don't have any destination on a ticket. Let's say, hey, I want to buy an airplane ticket with no destination on it. That's that's impossible, right? Well, when I came back to the Netherlands, I felt like I had no purpose of being here. That I just bought the ticket, I got here, and now I'm like, okay, so what now? Well. It makes sense because right now we're going to a lockdown, we have curfew, and now we even have riots. So I had all the reasons why being in Aruba right now is actually a better idea. Or or let me rephrase it. I had all the reasons why, why being in the Netherlands right now wasn't a good idea. But what I've learned is that sometimes things are going to feel awful. It might feel like things are moving really, really slow or perhaps not moving at all. And in those days, I want you to keep reminding yourself about your vision. During the days that things feel really, really crappy, I want you to believe that everything is happening for you, not to you. That all the challenges, that all the nights, um, the late night work, right? The hard work, the little to no sleep at all. All of that is happening for you, for your biggest vision, for your purpose. And when you approach life in that way, everything changes, when I had the opportunity to answer the question, Stephen, why are you doing this? It felt like the universe gave me my answer, because it felt really, really good. It felt like it, it felt close to my heart. My whole body got chills when I loudly said my ten-year goal. Do you know? Do you want to know what it is? Well, my friend. My 10-year goal is to help 10,000 people quit their 9-to-5 job, start their own businesses, and experience financial and time freedom that they always wanted. Once I set that goal and sat with it for a while, it felt amazing. So I thought in order for me to make this happen, we need to start working on that big and ambitious goal. We need to reverse engineer everything because one of the things that I've learned from the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, habit number two is that um, um, highly effective people start with the end in mind. They reverse engineer everything. So that is exactly what I did. I started with my 10 year goal. So my 10 year goal is to help. 10,000 people quit their 9-to-5 job, start their own business, and experience the financial and time freedom that they always wanted. And once I got that 10-year goal, I then went to my three-year goal, my three-year vision. How does it look like in three years? And then from there, I went for my one-year goal, my one-year vision. And once I got that, then I went to my quarterly goals. And then my weekly goals. And now I am working on my daily goals every single day. Now I feel so much motivated to wake up every morning and work on my business. Because now I know where I am going. Now I know that my vision is bigger than my insecurities. I know that my vision is bigger than what other people might think or say or talk about me. I don't give a damn. And that is the beauty of having a vision that you're working for, that you're working towards. So you don't have to worry about what other people think. You don't have to worry about what the competitor is doing because you have your own vision. You have your own goal and your only goal or your only task to do is to focus on that goal. And one thing that I have learned in the past and Tony Robbins reminded me this week was that sometimes we might feel stuck. Sometimes we might feel that feeling of overwhelm. And the only reason why we are feeling stuck is that we are either thinking about the future or we are thinking about the past. And we are not focusing on what is happening in the present moment. And we all know that everything is energy, right? And what you emit will come back to you. That is the principle of the law of attraction, right? So in order for you to... To attract what you want in your life, you have to live in the present. You need to be aligned with the energy that will attract what you want in business and in life. But here's the thing. Often, we as human beings just get lost in the future or we take our past back into our present and we feel that feeling of overwhelm. So maybe if you're thinking about the future, maybe you say things like, what would happen if I don't get any clients this month? Or maybe you say things like, what if the internet drops right before hosting a live class online? What if people say no to your offer? Or what if you don't get get any engagement on, on Instagram? Guess what, my friend? you will attract exactly what you're thinking. I'm not sure who said this. I think it was Oprah. I think it was Albert Einstein. I think it was someone really smart that said that your reality is a reflection of your inner wisdom. What is happening in your head will reflect in their physical reality. So maybe you're stuck in the past. Maybe you say things like, hey, you know what? I was never good on camera. Therefore, I cannot go live on Instagram. Or maybe you say things like, I was never a good writer. So therefore, I cannot start my own blog. Maybe you say things like, I don't know how to start a business. And therefore, I cannot have my own business. Guess what, my friend? Your reality will reflect what you're thinking about. So, if you think either about the present, about the future or about the past, you are not operating, operating in the present moment. But if you stay in the present moment and you repeat positive mantras and positive affirmations as you go on with your life, things will start to look a lot different. My friend, even if in the past you have told yourself a different story, Every day, you have the opportunity to step into your new identity and let go of the old one. Albert Einstein said this quote that I really love is that everything is energy and that is all there is to it. So all you have to do is match the frequency of the reality that you want and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not, um, um, this is science. This is physics, my friend. Albert Einstein even said it. This is not philosophy. This is physics. So today, I want you to ask yourself the same questions that I had to ask myself. Who do you need to be today in order to make your goals a reality? What type of energy would you like to operate from every single day? What type of reality would you like to live in every single day? What type of characteristics describe the person that has everything that you want right now in this moment? And once you have written down all the qualities that describe that person that has everything that you want, choose in that moment to be that person My friend, it all starts with the being, with who you choose to be in this present moment. Remember, my friend, you are the master of your thoughts and your thoughts create your reality. Every single day, I want you to operate from that place. Of course, this is easier said than done. I completely agree with you. But here's the thing, research has shown that people tend to focus more on the negative as they try to make sense of the world. We tend to pay more attention to the negative events rather than the positive ones. We tend to learn from more negative outcomes and experiences. And we tend to make decisions based on negative information more more than positive data. My friend, negative events have a greater impact on our brains than positive ones. Psychologists refer to this as the negative bias or also called the negativity bias. And it can have a powerful effect on your behavior, your decisions, and even your relationships. Personally, when I was in on holiday in Aruba, I was giving a lot to other people, but I wasn't feeding my brain and my intuition with the positive energy that keeps me going with the positive affirmations, with the mantras. I wasn't doing much of that from what I've used to do, right? So I have learned that as a business strategist, That in order for me to give to the members of my program or to simply host a Facebook Live or uh, an Instagram Live, I need to feed myself with the positive energy. I need to feed my brain. I need to feed my intuition. I need to feed myself first in order to give to other people. So I cannot expect to give, give, give without getting anything um, back in return. And I'm not talking about money, I'm talking about feeding my brain with podcasts, with different books, with meditation or breath work. I need to take the time to take care of myself first in order to take care of others. And honestly, my friend, when I was on holidays, I didn't take the time to take of myself internally. It was a good life in Aruba. It was really chill. I was like me sitting at the beach with a cocktail in my hand and call it a day. So when I came back to the Netherlands, I felt like I was in a funk. And what do I mean by a funk? Well, I felt like I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to work on my projects. I just wanted to to stay in bed the whole day. And I quickly started to feel really, really, really bad about it. I felt that fun feeling from the moment that I have arrived at my own place here in the Netherlands. And it felt so silent. It felt so cold. It felt, dare I say it, lonely. And I immediately had a wake-up call of the two different lives that I have. One in Aruba and one here. And somehow. This time it hit a bit harder. And today. One week, one week later. After arriving in the Netherlands. I'm not. I'm definitely getting back into my drive. However I'm not 100% there yet. But I'm working on it daily. So. Today, I wanted to share with you what I am doing to get out of this funk feeling. What am I doing to really get back into my drive, into the daily daily hustle that I have used to do to, you know, grow my business and achieve more for my business. So today, my friend, I want to share with you three things that you can do to get out of a funk. So without any further ado, number one was that I needed to become aware of my emotions and where they are coming from. So for me, it was like I had the same feeling that I experienced when the virus, when the pandemic started in the Netherlands. I didn't know where to look or how to continue. So it felt really scary. And even though I have a lot of things to do in my business, it still felt like, oh my God, what the heck is happening? So I had to stop myself and check in with my emotions and my emotions were all over the place. I was happy that I was in my own place I was happy that I was back in the Netherlands but at the same time I felt really really sad for not being with my family and of course there's curfew here, there's lockdown um, riots now, so my emotions were all over the place and I had of course that winter dip because we're still in winter So I had to look deeper and understand that I haven't been taking the time to take care of myself internally first for a long time. And I needed to take the time to do that again. But what I realized is that I was also telling myself different stories in my head. And that leads me to my second point, which is I want you to reframe the story that you're telling yourself. So for me, it was that I was telling myself that I made the wrong decision, that I should have stayed with my parents and live a douchey vida, as we call it in Aruba, a really good life, and wait until everything has passed by. But the reality was that I was trying to hide my insecurities and my commitment to my business by just Playing it safe, and quickly, I started to overthink everything that could happen in the future. So I was telling myself, "What if this doesn't work? What if, I, what if I should have just stayed in Aruba? What if I didn't? If I don't get any business here because there's lo- lockdown, because there's curfew, because there's a lot of things happening, and there's no business going on?" I started to think all the reasons why things won't work again i was thinking about the future i wasn't being present but those thoughts only made it worse it raised a sense of fear and 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 yeah fear that i couldn't control i had like um like a little weird um um, um, um feeling at my solar p- plexus so right under my right in the middle um of my um between my belly and my chest right there is where i, I had a really really uh, really real feeling a really awful feeling of fear and i had to stop myself for a moment and reframe the stories that i was telling myself I was telling myself that I needed to get out of that funk, but I needed to be aware of my feelings and where they were coming from. And here's the thing. I'm not saying that I have it all figured out, but every time that that negative thought or uncomfortable feeling presents itself, I catch myself, what are you thinking about, Steven? What is the thought that is going into your head right now? And once I become aware of it, I reframe the thought with a different story. And the story that I choose to tell myself right now, that is working for me, is that everything that is happening in my life right now is happening for me, not to me. Is feeding my vision, is helping me um, make that vision a reality. I repeat to myself that I am the infinite universe manifested in human form. And that is the reality, my friend. We are the infinite universe manifested in human forms. We are just right now experiencing this human um, miracle. Dare I say it. And I can do and you can do and be exactly who you choose to be. Today, my friend, I choose to be the person that is no longer in a funk. I choose to be the person that will keep showing up in their highs and even in their lows because you cannot have a high without a low. I determine my reality and my friend, I hope you do too. So the third thing that I've learned on how to get out of a funk is that I had to take some time to do different things to keep my mind away from the negative thoughts. I, I of course, practice a lot of meditation and a lot of um, um, mantras that I was repeating, self-positive um, affirmations. But when I came back to the Netherlands, I have realized that staying in bed and waiting for my problems to magically resolve themselves wouldn't happen so I needed a better strategy I needed to do something different and I remember um, Albert Einstein also have this quote that says that um, insanity is the act of doing the same thing over and over and over again and expect a different result I couldn't expect a different result if I just stay in bed right So I needed a better strategy. So I took the time to do the things that would keep my mind busy and not give it a chance to think about the negative stuff, right? I I video call with my parents. I video call with my family. I visited a friend and I had a walk in the park with another friend. I took the time to catch up to with my favorite podcast. I read a, I read a self-development book and I cooked my favorite meals to feel that sense of achievement. So my friend, whatever you do, remember that you are the owner of your thoughts and your thoughts dictate your reality. So if right now you're not happy you're not happy with your current reality well my friend it all starts by being aware of it you have to first become aware aware of your feelings and what thoughts were dictating those feelings you need to recognize that your reality is a reflection of your inner world and in order to manifest a better physical world and whatever you want in life you need to reframe the story that you're telling yourself my friend remember that you can always choose who you want to be in this exact moment. Because again, you are the master of your thoughts. These are the three things that I have learned to really help me to get out of my funk. I'm not 100% there. I'm not trying to be, Oh, I have my life all figured out. No, I'm trying. What I'm trying to do is be vulnerable with you, share my process and my, my, my story with you. So you can understand and listen that my friend, we all go through different stuff. We all are a work in progress. We are all doing our best. So in on the days that you feel like things are not moving at all or they're moving really slow, well, my friend, take the time to take care of yourself. And if you ever get into a funk, remember, first, you have to become aware of your emotions and where they are coming from. Then you reframe the story that you're telling yourself. Tell yourself a different story so you can manifest a different story. And thirdly, take some time to do, to do different things to keep your mind away from the negative thoughts. My friend, I hope this episode has helped you in one of another way. I wanna connect with you. So let, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Stephen De Cuba. And let me know that you have listened to this episode and let me know what you think. Let me know how do you deal with with a bad day? How do you deal on how to get out of a funk? Let me know. Send me a DM. Let's connect. Let's share our experiences and what has worked for us with other people so we can help other people become uh, uh, or make their day a little bit better. All right? So if you're up for it, Find me on Instagram at Stephen the Cuba and let's connect with each other. All right. So, my friend, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Every week on Tuesday, I um I share a new Elf podcast episode with you. I am so happy you're here. I'm so happy you stayed till the end of this episode. I will see you next week on our different on another episode of the Steven the Cuba podcast. Ciao, ciao.